Hello, this is Rachel Johnson, and you are listening to Purity Talks, where we discuss relevant purity issues for today's Christian teenager. Well, today we are going to talk about the gift of sexual purity. The Bible says in Matthew 5, verse 8, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. So what is sexual purity? Is it a line that we can step over and then suddenly become impure? How do we know if we are pure? Well, today I want to give you a little visual that we have used in our conferences called No Price Tag. We have No Price Tag conferences that we hold. And in those conferences, I use the illustration of a white gift, a beautifully wrapped and decorated white gift of purity. So let's see our sexual purity as a beautiful white spotless gift that we are to carry with us and give to our spouse on the night that we get married. Now, as when we're little girls, we're not aware that we really have this gift. But as we grow into teenagers, we realize, wow, I have this gift. And we slowly become aware that God has given us this gift. And as we've already discussed before in other podcasts, you know, our gifts come in different colors, shapes, and sizes. And guess what? There are no two gifts exactly alike. Each one of us is unique, and each one of us is an individual. There's only one of you. You are a unique gift, and and you should cherish the uniqueness of you. Now, at the same time that young girls are becoming aware of their gifts, boys are becoming aware of the lovely gifts around them as well. And I like to call it gift shopping. (laughs) I think the boys begin to notice girls, and all of a sudden, the little girls that they beat up on in elementary school and pulled their pigtails, all of a sudden, they see them as gifts to be chosen for themselves. Now, one mistake that I think girls make during this time is that we like to take our gift and we begin to show it off to the boys. Maybe we flirt a little or we tease them. We may even dress differently in order to get the shoppers or the boys' attention. We don't want to be the gift that remains on the shelf. We want to be chosen. But sometimes we go about it in the wrong way. Let me have you think on this thought. A true man of God is looking for a gift that is pure in every way, and degrading yourself for the sake of getting the attention of the boys is not right. Now, one way that I like to help the guys who are striving for purity, there are ones that want to be pure, and I want to help those guys. If they're striving for purity, then I want to be the girl that helps them. I like to see them as my brother. Like, hey, would I like flirt with my brother? Would I dress provocatively and inappropriately in front of my brother? No. So I think that guys deserve our help in walking in purity. Now, there are many different male shoppers out there as well. (laughs) Some of the guys just want to look at the gifts and think, oh, they're so cute. But then others begin to touch the gifts and still others try to unwrap the gifts to see how much they can gain as their prize. For others, they think opening the gift is all right because ultimately they believed, hey, I'll just wrap it back up again. But if you're anything like me, you know opening gifts before Christmas ruins the fun out of Christmas, and you never quite get it wrapped like your mother wrapped it, right? (laughs) This is where we need to ask ourselves, how much of the gift am I willing to keep for my wedding night? Holding hands, hugging, kissing, making out, sex. How much are you willing to keep for the one person that God has for you? Or are you okay wrapping the gift back up? 
Will your future spouse be okay when you have to tell them how many people you are with and how many people you allowed to use the gift that you had just saved for them? Inevitably, before you get married one day, you're going to have to sit down and talk to your fiance. And you're either going to dread telling them about your past and how many people you've allowed to open the gift, or you're going to look at them straight in the face and say, I saved this gift for you. The gift of my sexuality, I saved for you. I didn't let anyone else open it. Now, here is your prize. God designed sex to be a beautiful, holy, and delightful gift shared between two married people. That's how God designed it. Whether our world wants to change that definition or not does not change the fact that that is God's word. That is God's design. It's not my design. It's not my plan. I'm not giving you my opinion. I'm telling you what the word of God says. And the word of God says that sex is between one man and one woman when they are married. It is to be a fun and guilt-free gift that you open with one another. There are to be no bad memories of people that have used the gift in the past. And let me just tell you that God is preparing a spouse for you that is also waited. If you'll say, you know what, I'm not even going to date people if they haven't waited. That's the priority that I'm putting on sexual purity. I believe that there will be a spouse out there that also believed in the high priority of sexual purity. Now, in the book of the Song of Solomon, you guys have heard that in the Bible, Solomon He's talking about his wife. And in this book, he goes on to say how charming she is and how magnificent she is. And he uses a whole bunch of funny terms to describe his wife. I'll just read a little segment for you. He says, How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes behind your veil are doves. Your hair is like a flock of goats descending from Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of goats just shorn, coming up from the washing. Each has its twin. Not one of them is alone. Your lips are like a scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is lovely. Your temples behind your veil are like the halves of a pomegranate. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built with elegance. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Now, we would never use these metaphors today, but you can feel the love that Solomon has for his wife. The emotion in this book is absolutely overwhelming. Because this is a type of connection that God has made between a husband and a wife. We all long for the connection that Solomon and his wife have. And you know what? God's plan is for each of us to experience true love. And that's why the Song of Solomon is in the Bible. God himself is showing us the love that he has for us. But also he's showing the true love that a man and his wife can have when they follow God's plan. When we are willing to cherish the gift of purity that God has given us, there's a great joy in together opening the gift on your wedding night. So I want to ask you, are you willing to cherish the gift that you've been given? Are you willing to say, I honor and respect my future spouse so much that I will not take their gift and I will not give it to anyone else. I will not allow anyone else to touch it and get it dirty and to ruin it before I get married. I just want you to imagine what that's going to be like one day when you have to sit down in marriage counseling and discuss the past and how powerful it will be for you if you'll be able to say, I want you to know that I respected you so much and I knew you were out there. I knew you existed. I did not open this gift. I have cherished it. I have saved it. And now I give it to you. 
You know what? That really shows respect for your future spouse. Because there's many of us, including me, that I had to look at my husband and I, I had waited until marriage, but he had not. And it was something that I had to process and it was something I had to pray about. And I had to realize, wow, what was supposed to be mine was taken by other teenagers, was taken by young girls that he did not marry. And it was something that I had to definitely process in my life because I felt very hurt by that. And I can say that was before he was a Christian. And once my husband became a Christian, he did not have sex outside of marriage. And we did not have sex while we were dating until we got married. And I do want to say that that is the way that God intended it to be. And I want you to think about that for your own life of how that is going to be one day for you. So I hope that visual illustration helps you to process this precious gift that's you, that's your sexuality that God has given. And I want to encourage you to treat other people with respect and realize that their gift as well is for them. And you are not to open their gift either until, you know, till they get married, you know, don't touch their gift and have your handprints all over the gift that they are to give to someone else. So thank you today for listening in. And I hope that this visual will be something that you can process when you get into a relationship and realize, wow, my gift is for marriage and the gift that the person is giving to me is for their marriage. Thank you so much for listening. God bless.